Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you. Wow, wow, wow. So, uh, <coughs> a lot going on. I'm getting used to a new computer. That's crazy. And, oh, what else? My goodness. Well, I'm back from the island. It was such a massive trip. It was a lot. It was like a month's worth of work compacted into two and a half days. And uh, I'm so happy. Actually, it was just two days. It was wild. But I'm so excited to bring all of um, my groups out, my retreat. And I'm excited about the people I'm going to meet through the retreat center too. It's going to be very awesome. Woo. All right. So I'm going to get centered here because, um, it's been a little while. I did a few podcasts before I left on a trip so that they would be scheduled to go out and they did. So if you didn't get a memo from me, um, cause some people I do send out memos, then, uh, you can always go to the website or you can always subscribe to one of the podcast channels to receive notification because I'm going to get better and better and better at this so that when I'm not around to do a podcast or I have no Wi-Fi, there will be a new podcast out. Now, I can't guarantee it all the time, but I did manage to do it until yesterday. And I wasn't counting on the fact that my good, my um, I wouldn't have my computer back. I thought I would pick my computer up Saturday night, but it was way too late, so I didn't get it. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm like so thrilled and excited to be here. Uh, we are coming into a time where we have to shed all of our negativity. It is not serving us at all. It's not serving the world. It's not, well, and I will say this, if you are being negative, you can bless and release. If you're being negative and you're unaware of it, oh, well, that's just like how it starts. Like we start unaware and we have to forgive ourselves for being unaware. But the more you're listening to this, I know you're more and more aware. And when the negativity pops up, it's up to you to stop it in its tracks. Um, I will remind you all of this little technique um, my friend Steve had when we were first together. And if things started to derail and he could see I was getting upset, uh, we were having a discussion and I'm sure the bottom line was we both felt we had valid uh, points and the other wasn't acknowledging those valid points and was just sticking to their own. All right, so we developed two techniques for that. And both of them have a huge level of awareness and honesty involved. So if he saw that the conversation was getting derailed, like by emotion, and that was starting to like amp up into the negativity area, then he would say, time out, <laughs> time out, let's have a do over. And that was what he said every time. 
So that time out, it broke the spell of negativity and we would take a deep breath. <sighs> and it felt like we were out of the scene. It was like take, um, cut. It was like a cut in a movie and everyone regroups to do it over again. And when you do a cut scene and you do it over, you can actually re redo it, even with the emotion, even with the content, you can say, okay, let's do this scene again with a little bit more humor, a little bit more levity. Um, and you are being too forceful with your lines and blah, blah, blah. And okay, take two, take 10, take 15, whatever it takes, right? Isn't that awesome? So try that. If you have a person in your life that you find you get derailed with, it could be your child, it could be your, part your partner, it could be a friend. Why not speak about this option ahead of time before you have a situation so that when the situation comes up, you'll both be on point with this new technique. It is, it's really awesome. So that was one of our really phenomenal relationship techniques that we had, and it worked like a charm. But you both have to be committed to, um, you know, trying it out. Okay, so then the other one that we had, which I loved, and this was really about honesty again. You have to be honest because sometimes we just feel we have to be heard, um, but it's up to us to honor. Oh, there's two little squirrels in the bush. They're climbing in these, oh my goodness, so cute. Um, I think they might be on a squirrel nest. Gee whiz, I didn't know there was a squirrel nest there. Oh, let's see, baby squirrels are playing everywhere. All right, okay, so this other technique is really good. And so when you are having to make a decision with someone, yes, we buy this or no, we don't buy this. Um, yes, we go here or no, we don't go here. Okay, so this is how, like, and it's kind of like a partnership thing in some way. This is what you do. I love this. And you can't abuse it. You have to be really honest. So what we would do, say we were deciding what to have for dinner. And I was really gung-ho about having um, stewed vegetables. And he really wanted, you know, veggie burgers or something. Um, this was never our issue, by the way. But um, I'm just giving it for example. So if I was all like that, and he was like that, and we couldn't decide, and we couldn't do both, then it we would say, okay, so on a scale of one to 10, how important is it to you? And I would be honest and say maybe five. And then he would say, and I would say to him, on a scale of one to 10, how important is having a veggie burger to you? And, and see, this wasn't the question. It was more like, uh, do we leave on a certain day or do we go visit someone or I don't know, more, more, uh, you know, a little bit more on point. But um, then if he said a seven, then we would have veggie burgers. Like if his number was bigger than mine, we'd do his thing. If my number was bigger, we did my thing. So, um, and if you feel like your partner can be a little sneaky and might just one up you literally like, oh, six, um, then um, you can put your numbers on papers, you know, and fold them and then show each other. So this is, um, this is just really easy stuff, right? It's amazing what people have to go to school for, like being a doctor, a lawyer, 
being a vet tech, being a truck driver. Got to go to school for these things. But who goes to school for relationships? Who goes to school for managing money? I mean, their own personal money. Who goes to school for um, learning how to create? It's like there's no schools for these things. And yet, it is the very essence of, of like your, your thriving. Your thriving depends on it. It's so crazy. How to raise kids. There's no school for that. There should be. <laughs> that would be awesome. But you know what? In the same way I say there should be a school for it, I'm so glad there are not. All right? Because I feel that our school system, as it is set up today, is dumbing people down. And I would hate for people to lose their ability to be intuitive with parenting, their ability to be intuitive with how to make money. See, this is the thing. Because people don't think it's a thing, it's a, it's a thing to manage your own money as though you're a business. Because people don't think it's a thing to parent, <laughs> then what happens is they just put it on autopilot and they run off the programs their parents ran off, their grandparents ran off, their grand-great-grandparents ran off. And guess what? We don't live in the same world our great-great-grandparents lived in. We live in a whole different world with a whole different box of tools. And the cool thing about that is you can choose today to say, you know what? I'm not going to use my great-great-great-grandmother's toolbox to do my life, to do my cooking, to do, I mean, imagine if we were still using all those same old tools, those physical tools they had, we'd be washing clothes by hand. I love my robots. I love my robot uh, washing machine and dryer. They are the best. I love my robot car. It drives me places faster than I could walk. What else do I have, robot? I love my robot computer, my robot phone. They do so much for me. I love all of these things. And so I can't imagine going back, although I could. I mean, I could go back. I could do it all. It would be a different lifestyle. And that's the thing. We can't use the old tools for the new lifestyle. And that's where we're at. So it's time to upgrade. And all your belief systems. And if that means throwing out the complete old one, then you have to throw it out. And then you and then you start with a fresh slate. And you get to make decisions about what you want to put in the next program. Isn't that exciting? And you know, I think the people that have the hardest time writing, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm like super releaser today. So the things that people have the most trouble doing is writing new programs when they haven't thrown out the old programs. You have to clear the old stuff. You have to delete it. So how do we do this? This is a good reminder. Okay, so this belief I have about getting up early, that I'm not a morning person, that I, um, I've never got up early and I never will. That human beings are supposed to sleep till ten. This belief I have about that, I delete it, I destroy it, and uncreate it from all time, space, and reality, from my body, from my being. Whoa! I 
felt that. Wow. And then we say, my belief about waking up is that I always wake up with a smile. I always wake up on the right side of the bed. Waking up early serves me and serves the world. Mm. When I wake up early, I'm able to focus and have time to bring my day into focus. And I love that. Mm. Can you feel that? You can do this with anything. You can do it with your belief about relationships. What is your belief about relationships? And if you're like, well, I don't know, well, sit down and, and write down my belief about relationships is, and let yourself write it out. I'm doing so much releasing this morning. This is beautiful. Yawning, releasing. Sneezing, super releasing. Crying, great. Washing away, releasing. Throwing up, releasing. Expelling, releasing. <laughs> so we have all these different... Um, our bodies are phenomenal. And when you come to acknowledge that this body is one of your tools for navigating this reality you will get very excited about what is possible with this body and how little you're doing with it. Because we put these bodies on autopilots to do and navigate and we don't realize what they're capable of. Like I am loving creating spaces. And when I was, I was showing some of my space on the island and how wonderful it was and I'm working hard on it and it feels so good to my body. Like I get my friend Darren who does landscaping and loves being outside and loves the physical work. I, I get it, I get it because like I am doing this um, house. I've done other houses and I've done them a little bit at a time, but this one I'm all in gung-ho and I can tell that I don't wanna stop doing this kind of physical labor. Um, it's, it's, a, it's such a beautiful harmony with the physical labor and my, um, my mind. There, there's just such a harmony between the two of the intellectual, like uh, it's not even intellectual, it's kind of, there's an aspect of it, but it's more about the intuitive inspired flow that's happening while the creating's happening, while the physical's happening, and my body is singing in this relationship. Like I've got muscles right now, my waist is shrinking, and it's just because of the physical, not sitting around all the time. Okay, so we got this spinning. So I was like, my God, I, I don't think I can stop. I'm gonna have to keep going. Like when I finish this house, I'm gonna have to do another house. And then what happens when I run out of houses? I'm gonna have to start finding people who want me to do it to their houses. How cool is that? I feel like I'm on one of those reality shows where the people have to go in and, and redesign or redecorate a house in like three days. That's me right now. <laughs> it's me. I'm a one-man show. Mm. And um, it's, oh God, it is so amazing. So amazing. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just mind, mind blown by this. Mm. So um, I will use one of my photos if I, if I can with the new computer. I'll use one of my photos to share with you uh, 
the, you know, the effects of what I'm doing and you're going to be blown away. It's like Christmas Eve in the new retreat house. All right. And this is renovated retreat house number two. It's not done, but I may be um, held up a little bit. I've got all these little pieces that have to move. <clears throat> so I may, I've got the first floor like getting there. We have two more floors to rebuild and then um, it's good for now. <laughs> it's good for now. It does need a new bathroom. It does need a new kitchen, but that can wait. So the, the bathroom and kitchen are functioning. So I'm going to get two more floors rebuilt in there and then that's going to be good for now. But see, that's not something that involves me other than moving the furniture and keeping my carpenter happy. So I will be moving out to my studio, my art studio, and getting that renovated. I have um, some repairs to do in there. I have to get new windows. How exciting is that? A new front door on it. And uh, the structure is very sound. It just got a new roof. And then I've got to pull all my stuff out and re-address, like, what is this about? Uh-uh. It's okay to leave. It's just our neighbor, baby. It's just our neighbor puppy. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. She's a barker. She's a barker. She's out on her patio barking. She's just outside barking. It's okay. It's okay. You lie down. Uh -oh. It's okay. That's Bella. Go say hi to Bella. Go say hi to Bella. So Bella just got home. Let's see where we're at. Oh my God. We're way over. So... <clears throat> Anyway, let's hone back in. Hone back in. You've got beliefs you can let go of and upgrade. You've got a body that wants to be in the creative process with you in this reality. You have a body that can do things bigger and better. To Lucy! To Lucy! Uh-oh. I gotta get the from Bella. Okay, so you have this body that can do things. You have this body that is physical, is sensual, is sexual, is, is, um, it's got all these senses to it that can be activated for the purpose of being fully present in this now moment. And I challenge you to check that out today. All right, so I'm sending you so much love. <laughs> And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and it is just a beautiful time to activate, activate today, <clears throat> wake up and activate you. And if you're having trouble with that, give me a call. It's time to activate. It's time to feel, to be, to do, and to just follow your inspired action. So all of this counts on you loving yourself. So if you haven't listened to the previous 420 episodes, Go back there and check out some about loving yourself because that is critical. That is the core. That is core. All right. Ah, this is great. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Mwah, mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. 
Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.